you hope? What do you put your hope in? How do you receive hope? Think about that for a second. You never know what you're going to be all sorts of. What, what brings you hope? What do you put your hope in? What do you put your trust in? Any thoughts? Feelings? Betty, number one answer on the board. Thank you. Put our hope in Jesus. Absolutely. And Betty, I know your story. I know that's a real any other answer? Our careers and jobs. We put our hope in our careers and jobs because a lot of things come out of that. Things like money, pride, all kinds of things. Anything else? School, education, government. We put our hope in institutions, different things. Like they're going to solve all the problems. Some more. Family. Good one. Some of the things are really good, aren't they? Put our hope in family. Parents, good answer. Thank you. What do we put our friends? What do we put our hope in? Factor Canadians come about well starting now, but you know, especially like January, February. Hey, or going south, like something. Like I'm putting my hope in some future. Like if we, like I'm putting my hope in Christmas, like being together with family. And other people are going like Christmas is in heaven, I'm here. And I put my hope in Christmas. I do Christmas, I put my hope in being there. Something we can think about more this week. What do we put our hope in? And the reality is, for a lot of us, if we're honest, but certainly for maybe our friends and family around us and people we interact with, there's ever been a time of little hope or no hope or just hope is not. People are anxious, stressed, nervous, fearful, discouraged, depressed, and no wonder. Folks, like, you just think about, oh, you've been reading all that stuff about AI and all the different things in the last year. Like, I'm feeling old, folks, by the way. I'm feeling old. Like, it's stressful. Like, I don't understand some of these things. Even when I read it, everything, like, the pace of life, the pace of change, change in our Things that took hundreds of years to change are changing like weekly. What do you know they're not hitting? Inflation. How many people have you been affected by the price of gas in the last couple of years? Folks, are you not scared? Coming unwind. Folks, when you mix it up, Christianity says this. Because if we're going to put our hope in Jesus, it's more, and that's why I preface what Betty said in our Christmas piece by saying, put your hope in Jesus. I know Betty's story. Betty's had a hard life. It's not just a little like path right here, like, you know, little road to the happy Jesus, but it's a, it's a, it's a 
know that's a real thing. But nobody could have heard them breathe in that room. And nobody could hear those words that came out of their mouths. What reason can you have to tell a person you do that? Because I, I hear a lot, and social media does this a lot. We've got a lot of wishful thinking going on. And that's what we get flooded with. And sometimes I think Jesus gets mixed up with wishful thinking, best thoughts, good thoughts, positive vibes, all those different things. And sometimes we can kind of just say, you know what, I'm putting my hope in Jesus, but it's kind of like wishing on stars. And this morning I just want to unpack a little bit that notion, the uncertainty of why we put our hope in Jesus. It's always a step of faith, it's not creating it. And in the Bible, we have two authors who tell us the Christmas story. And we'll be reading about them over the next four weeks. We have Matthew, chapters 1 and 2, and Luke, chapters 1 and 2, are the main ones that talk about the Christmas story and the coming of Jesus. And so I just want to start off reading two passages from Luke. So first of all, we're going to read Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. And if you're able, why don't you read this with me? It helps me to focus, okay? So here we go. Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. Let's go. Many have undertaken to draw an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us. Just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. So, hold on. Luke, who is a doctor, who wrote. If you read the book of Luke and the book of Acts, he helped by the help of the Holy Spirit write those two books. They're a big part of the New Testament. He was detailed. Think of a doctor like that. Factual. He observed. He inspected. He says he carefully investigated. He interviewed eyewitnesses. He got an orderly account. And why did he do all of that? He did all of that to say this, that you may know with certainty of the things you have been taught. Folks, this morning I want you to know the certainty of the hope you have in Jesus by teaching you some of the things we've talked about this morning. Not just wishful thinking. Not just hopefully I hope without knowing how do you define that hope. Folks, we're saying we're putting our hope in Jesus. We're going to Betty Hill and saying I'm putting my hope in Jesus. That is certainty Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, 
to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. So Luke's writing, and he's giving historical context. He's saying, in the Roman Empire, Caesar Augustus, Syria, Census, actual things. He also mentions Nazareth, Galilee, Judea, Bethlehem, the house and line of David. Now for us, it doesn't really mean necessarily that to be included. You've got to remember the context of Jesus arriving. Folks, it was it was dark. It was dark. <laughs> we can't really kind of put ourselves in the story. It's hard to even kind of imagine. But in the Old Testament, let me try to paint the picture for you. We have the nation of Israel, God's people, and again, it was God's sovereign choice. He was bringing them back to Corinth and God's decision. And God picked a guy named Abram early on. said to Abram, and God just picked him. It's God's choice, God's sovereign choice. And he picked Abram, and he said to Abram, I'm going to choose you because I want a people for myself. And God gave Abram some promises. Ridiculous promises. Like, Abram, from you, you're going to be a blessing to the nation. And from you, descendants of the Gentiles. Oh, and by the way, Abram has no kids. He was old. Out of you, as numerous as you can look up and see the stars in the sky, and as you can walk along the sand, that's the same percentage. As numerous as that will be your descendants. Ridiculous promise. And the Bible says this that Abram Yeah. 
400 years later, we don't have the time to get into all the tale, but you find people like Anna and Simeon and others longing and waiting, even though it seems nothing will happen to them. They're looking for something that they can't get. Why? Because they knew that someday they would be will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler stop from between his feet, until we come to whom it belongs, and the obedience of the nation Where's my dad? Oh, hi, Nick. Let's go pick him up right now. This is a long time ago. God's given promises, and he's saying, from the line of Judah, For the Lord Himself will give you a spoil, a son. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. The spoil will be to his Isaiah 9, 1 to 7, says this But in the future, He will honor Galilee of the Gentiles, or Galilee of the nations, by the way of the sea along the shore.
sacrifice to you at New Bethlehem, though you were small numbers, by the hand of Judah, out of you will come forth one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from the ancient times. do the math. What is the probability of these things actually coming true? Place Bethlehem of Judah. Galilee will play a key part as they are down there. Where did Jesus first get born? Bethlehem, where did Jesus get born? In the tribe of Judah.